one day at a time. Stay in the moment. Be in the now. There are so many sayings to try and capture the wisdom of being present and mindful of what is happening right now in front and all around us. And I figure we need all of them. We need all the sayings, all the techniques, all the spiritual practices to keep us tuned in to what is unfolding in each moment. Now, as people of faith, part of that effort to stay in the moment is to stay engaged with the needs of the world, to not turn our backs on the absences of justice, love, security, and care for all of our neighbors. But to be in the moment is more than that for followers of Christ's way. We're to follow Jesus, right? And to do that, we got to look for him. And we have to be open to seeing the holy in all the happenings of our lives. So last week, Kay talked about how easy it is to find Jesus if we look. And today, you've heard from our VBSers that they have looked, they have seen, and they have been changed for it. I have too this week. VBS is like Super Bowl, Holy Week, and boot camp, all kind of wrapped up into one. And it forces you to be exactly where you are. Now, whether that's because rain is predicted on your Governor's Island field trip day or because there's another last-minute counselor cancellation or because there are new campers registering on the last day or because there is an unexpected and unrelenting heat wave, you got to stay in the now. It's crazy, but it really is a gift. So when we have these God sightings at the end of camp each day, our lists, every single one of us, our lists are long because we're paying attention. So my list started even before camp, the day before we were here standing in this swelteringly hot sanctuary. And I had these landscape curtains folded over my arms. And with four intrepid volunteers, five rolls of duct tape, a ball of twine, three pairs of scissors, two ladders, and two crosses, we were determined to create an island. All of our efforts were failing. And then Pat Schlegel had a eureka moment. She said, hey, as sweat dripped from her body. Hey, we could take this twine and pull it through this curtain, fold it over and staple it. And then we could extend that from one pulpit to the next with two ladders and two crosses in between. And it worked. And just like that, God showed up. And let me tell you, we really needed God in that exact moment. Just to start, too, because God kept showing up throughout camp. Now, I'm going to tell you about one such moment that has stayed with me. Two days before camp, I got a call, an email, actually, from another Upper West Side pastor. 
She told me that there was a family in their community who was one of their most vulnerable, who was sincerely struggling. It was a single mom in chronic pain and with very, very little resources. And she had an 11-year-old daughter who had nowhere to go and nothing to do that whole summer long. So the pastor asked if we had space for her daughter. I'll call her Violet. The pastor apologized for the late request, not understanding that really no one registers for our VBS on time. (laughs) But Violet was desperate for something special, right? Something just for her. Could we take her? Of course, I said. So we worked it all out. There was a pile of permission slips and literally a team of 16 people from their church that would pick her up and drop her off each day. But Violet, she came to camp. And that first day, she was a little bit shy. I walked her in and introduced her to her amazing counselor, Captain Cam. And I asked her right away, I said, hey, how about we play like beach ball, volleyball? So she did. She joined in. And within, I would say, 28 minutes, she was playing freeze dance to Moana songs with the rest of the campers like she knew the place and all of us her whole life long. Now, her exuberant participation, it continued throughout the week. She was always the first to volunteer each time. Her hand was raised with an answer, even as everybody else was drooping around her. She was on the platform leading the choreography. She was the first to jump up on her feet for a silly song. No complaints. No reserve. And when you saw Violet, there was unmistakable joy. And you couldn't help but see the face of God in each moment of camp for her. So Friday at camp's closing, she came over to me. Pastor Lee, she said. Yeah? I want to show you something. Sure, I said. Now, I thought she was going to show me her decorated telescope or her popsicle boat or maybe even her model magic sea creature that Aaron led the kids in building. But no, she reaches inside her pocket and she pulls out this penny. And she said, this penny has been with me for a long time and through, get this, A whole lot of many things, she said. I said, whoa, that is so cool, Violet. And she said, well, I'd like you to have it now. Here, you take it, she said. And she threw her arms around me. And there was God in that embrace. Now, I don't know if that penny was lucky for her. I don't really even know if she's had that penny for more than one day, to be honest. It doesn't matter. That is not important. I think what happened is that she needed to mark the moment, to capture camp and what it had meant to her. It wasn't about me, and I'd venture to say it had nothing to do with a penny. It was that. For one week, from 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., Violet knew that she was loved, And she was safe. And she was happy. Her smiling face, her extended hand, and that huge hug, that is my God sighting this week. In a week, that is literally 
bursting with them. And I pray, God, help me never miss another one of those. Amen.